Welcome to another episode of Your Husband Needs a Girlfriend, exploring your relationships through my reality. Join the conversation with your host, Natasha Wright. Get your snacks, ladies. This one is going to be good. Y'all going to be mad at me, but it's still going to be good. Today's episode is called A King's Ransom. Why y'all keep wasting money on weddings? It's very clear by my introduction that I have no intentions on being objective at all. I don't understand it. You guys are wasting money on nothing. I've had three different types of weddings and I'm gonna explain all three. I've had the justice of the peace wedding. I went straight to work right after. One of my witnesses was my homegirl and the second I think the second person was like some random dude that I paid $50 to. It was quick. It was it was quick, it was easy, it was seamless, and I wasn't taking a day off. At the time, I was a director of a facility. I wasn't using my comp time for no, no wedding. Mm-mm, no ma'am. And I'm saying ma'am because according to Spotify and Apple Analytics, 91% of my listeners are women. Hey, beautiful. So let's talk about my church wedding, my church, the church, not where the R, the church wedding. I felt like I was under duress. I felt like, I felt like they arrested me. I felt like I was under arrest, not under duress. I, these damn church weddings are too much. It's too much. The dress was hot. The church was hot. The damn pastor was late. His hands was kind of crusty. I was like, damn, you ain't even get a manicure for this shit. It was too much. And then I had a backyard wedding. And that one I felt was more of my liking. I loved that experience because we were able to pay the officiant $75 to come in on a Sunday, to come to the house. And she she showed up early. She showed up about 9.45. The ceremony was at 10. We were done by 10.30. I don't even think it went that long. By 12 o'clock, we were at IHOP eating pancakes. It was that quick. And you know, I felt great about the experience because there wasn't a lot of money spent and the goal was still accomplished. This was manageable. It was cheap and manageable. And I don't even think I paid more than $50 for a dress. And when I say a dress, let me, let me describe my dress. You know those cheapy dresses from Amazon where it only looks good on a size two, but when you put it on, they you can see all the lumps and bruises and everything else underneath? I bought one of those dresses, okay? And I said, you know what? Hopefully it fit. If it don't fit, I guess I'm wearing some tights or something. It fit like a glove. It was perfect. And I had a backup dress that was probably $9.99. <laughs> just in case it didn't fit. I didn't even open up those packages until the morning of the wedding. That's how unbothered I was. I didn't go into any debt and I had more than enough money to renovate my brand new home. And guess what? Even after that, I had $2 left to go on vacation. I understand that the ceremony is important to people. But it's the opulence that's so unnecessary. Why do you have 
acrobats in your wedding. And why are you changing? Don't nobody care about them outfits? You had on a wedding dress, have like a thing that you take off and you know, you just have pants. Why do you have to have another dress? Don't nobody, listen, I'm gonna tell you something that nobody's ever gonna tell you to your face. Nobody looks pretty in a wedding dress, nobody. You look like you just are getting married. You don't look special. Nobody looks pretty in a wedding dress. It's just like if you have a baby, you know how like everybody says, oh, this baby is beautiful. The baby doesn't look like anything. The face is brand new. It doesn't look like anything. Wedding dresses are ugly. Only you feel beautiful in it. I have never seen, I've been a hairstylist for a long time. I have never seen anyone that looks stunning in a wedding dress, ever. You know what's pretty? You know what's beautiful? A naked body, okay? That's what's beautiful. Not no damn frumpy ass wedding dress. I know I'm just a hairstylist and I am viewing things from a different lens. I wanna say something to you. I need you to stop being mad because I said nobody looks good in a dress. So nobody care about that. And you don't know me and I don't know you, okay? Stop taking this personally. Just pay attention to this part. Expensive weddings do not reinforce love. They just create resentment. I'm gonna say that again. Expensive weddings do not reinforce love. They just create resentment. Why is it that the groom or the, the masculine presenting spouse, they always look like they got invited to their wedding at the last minute. Have you noticed that? No, I'm, I'm serious. The grooms always look like they just showed up, like they just crashed the party. They always look confused, like someone just told them about this wedding that they're gonna be a part of on that day. For the numbers people, there is no ROI for those weddings. So now you get married. You, you try to memorialize this event by taking pictures and videos, but you're not gonna see none of it for at least six months because apparently the turnaround time it's six months for wedding albums. Since when? Now, if you go to my guy, Quan Miller from iCreate, his turnaround time is like superhero fast. It's low key, I think he's a robot, but one week and you get all your stuff. That's why I use him for everything. I didn't even tell him I was gonna shout him out, but Quan Miller, Q-U-A-N Miller. If you need a videographer or a photographer in New York, use him. He's the real deal and he's very professional. So my question is, you got married in January. It was cold. Why are you getting your album in the summertime? Photographers and videographers, that question is for you. In fact, I actually need someone from the US Mensa organization to explain to me why it takes six months to produce something. Only you could probably solve that mystery. Let me get back to the topic at hand. Also known as the shit show that you've paid 30,000 bands for. So, so you pay 30, 40, maybe 50. Let's just round it off. Let's just say 100,000 for this wedding. 
So you can convince your friends from junior high school and your family that you only speak to on Facebook that someone cares about you. If someone cares about me, the way they will show it is by going to the Trinidadian restaurant, buying some doubles with some extra tamarind sauce on it. That's how they show they care about me. Not spending their life savings on some damn wedding and y'all gonna be divorced in three years. Get out of here. And then you buy this big doofy ass ring that looks crazy. I always, I always say that the bigger, anytime somebody wears a huge ring, that person is miserable. You don't need a ring to get married. Unless you are able to pay for your wedding in cash, you can't afford it. And even if you could afford it, let's say you balling, let's say you got the money, why would you waste money that way? Let me, let me rewind a bit. I want to start out with the basics. The main goal of marriage is to serve as an alliance between families. That is the true definition. The concept of marriage predates even Christianity or Judaism or Islam. And before you Bible bangers try to come for me and quote scriptures from like Genesis or Corinthians or Matthew, yes, you will find references to unions. But the reason why you're able to reference it is because it already existed. <sighs> why I got an attitude? Why, why I got to ask? This topic gives me an attitude. Let me move on. The unrealistic expectations brides create is the reason why I, a salon owner, do not offer wedding packages. Do you know how much money I can make? If I just did weddings and nothing else, I would be comfortable. All I would have to do is work once a week. I don't want it. True story. I had a client. I hope she does not listen to this podcast. I had a client. Pretty solid relationship. She's been with me for a few years. Uh, I like her. I've invited her to a few parties at my house. She's in law enforcement. She has a very serious role. So she's pretty trustworthy. She's getting married. She invites me to the wedding. I'm excited because I'm like, finally, nobody's trying to get me to do their hair, right? So I'm thinking, she's inviting me to her wedding. I'm going to get a dress. And a week before the wedding, I get an email from her wedding planner. Now, I have never spoken to this wedding planner. I don't know who she is. I don't know what the setup is, but I'm not a part of that because I'm not a vendor. I'm a guest. She played me, guys. I was so angry. I was like, I was ready to dispose of the personal and professional relationship I had with her. She wasn't a bridezilla, but I called her and I was like, what the fuck? She was like, Natasha, please just, just do my hair. I, I need somebody that's going to be reliable. And <sighs> she wanted a crown and shit on top of her head. I had to sew this heavy ass crown 
with nylon thread. I was just over it. I was over it. And then her mother was like, oh, you know, are you busy? I wanted to get my hair done. No, 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 no. It's not a package. I barely got here for her. So I get it done. She looks beautiful. Now I have to go home, change, get myself together, because I just spent a few hours on her. I missed the ceremony, which, you know, I don't really care about. <laughs> I show up for hors d'oeuvres, and the mom is like, where were you? Uh, Ma'am, I was taking a shower since I was doing your daughter's hair. So anyway... It was a great time and I loved it. I love being a guest. I don't want to be a part of it because y'all do too much. Thank God she was normal, which is an anomaly because most of the brides that I've come in contact with in the past were in rare form. So what's the point of this episode? I I want you to take a moment and just, why, why am I sweating? Why am I sweating? This is, I'm just talking into the mic. Why am I sweating? I, I want you to sit down and just be really honest with yourself. When you're creating this big production, what are you really trying to prove? What's your goal? Aren't you still married without the production? And I don't want to hear that bullshit about, I've always wanted to do this since I was a little girl. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's the same lie people say, oh my God, when I had the baby, I fell in love with it. It looks like an alien. You don't even know that, kid. Stop fronting. If people told the truth and they talked about the nuances of getting married and having a child and just life, People wouldn't run into that same damn brick wall you ran into. You didn't want that wedding since you was a little girl. You want to show off. You wanted to be a bigger production than your, your line sister. You wanted to be a bigger production than your best friend. Admit it. Nobody's talking about no fucking wedding at seven years old. I'm going to make a suggestion. I want you. Yes, you the one that has an attitude and you probably rolling your neck right now. Like, I'm not listening to her podcast no more. She doing too much. So what? I'm going to continue to do too much because you need to hear it. Trade in that glamorous wedding for a spouse that's loving and kind, supportive and consistent. Spend a year finding that type of partner instead of creating a circus show. That is what has true value. And guess what? You don't even have to put a deposit down. But what do I know? I'm just a boy had a chick from Brooklyn.